0: I'm Jordan Lewis and here is your new news. The 9th U.S. Court of Appeals yesterday halted implementation of a U.S. District Court decision that would have shut down the schnook fishery in southeast Alaska for the summer. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy, Attorney General Treg Taylor, and Department of Fish and Game Commissioner Doug Vincent Lang released statements. Governor Dunleavy said the ruling came just in time so that the commercial troll fishers in southeast have a season and they are grateful for it. Alaska Attorney Taylor called it great news for Alaska and Southeast. Thanks to the Ninth Circuit's decision, the fishing season is to come on July 1st. Vincent Lang said they are incredibly proud of the coalition formed to defend Alaska's fisheries, and he wants to thank all those involved. U.S. Senator Dan Sullivan also released a statement.
1: This is great news for Southeast Alaska's troll fishermen and our coastal communities. My team and I have been focused like a laser on this issue for months to make sure our fishermen can fish and so many others throughout Southeast, local governments, tribes, the state of Alaska, of course, our fishermen, all of whom banded together to prevent the substantial, and we're talking tens, if not over a hundred million dollars of economic harm facing our Alaska fishermen in Southeast. It's great that the court... Recognize the irreparable harm this frivolous lawsuit would have on hard-working fishermen who have done nothing wrong. But this stay doesn't mean the fight is over. It's not over at all.
0: Sullivan states these efforts to fish will continue.
1: And we will continue to fight this outrageous lawsuit. It is patently ridiculous to believe a small boat, hook-and-line, troll salmon fishery Hundreds of miles away from Puget Sound is having more of an impact on the sustainability of Puget Sound orca whales than toxins, pollution, noise and vessel traffic in their own backyard in Puget Sound. So we will continue our efforts to defeat this misguided lawsuit and continue defending the livelihoods of thousands of Alaskan families, in our coastal communities. And again, I want to thank everybody for working so hard on this. The fight's not over, but this is a huge victory that will allow fishermen to proceed with their scheduled July 1 season.
0: Attorney General Laura Wolf also talked in News of the North about the Ninth Circuit's decision to allow Chinook Salmon Fisheries to be open July 1st. First, she explained her role. I'm the
2: one assigned to the appeal. Aaron Peterson is the trial attorney general here. He did an amazing job making these arguments below and building the record in this case. And then I
0: drafted the pleadings before the Ninth Circuit. She shares the arguments made in efforts to halt the U.S. District Court decision.
2: So our main argument is that vacatur of an agency action is not automatic. It requires weighing the equities, especially when vacatur has the effect of an injunction. And here, the district court didn't adequately weigh the equities. It didn't give enough value to the harms to Alaskans, and it gave too much value to the plaintiff's unsupported assertion of benefit to the endangered whales. And this would be a really different case if we were weighing, you know, devastation to the. Uh, livelihood of Alaskans, dozens of remote villages and a way of life against saving even a small number of endangered whales. It would be a harder case, still a hard case, but that's not really what this case is about. This case weighs concrete life-changing harms against really speculative and at best a minor benefit to the whale.
0: Wolf explains how this was a group effort across Alaska.
2: This was not an effort by one person or, you know, one party by any means. The federal agency, the National Marine Fisheries Service, NIMPS, they drew a motion today. They filed something separate. The Alaska Trolling Association joined. They filed separate pleadings. The Alaska congressional delegation filed an amicus brief, and they attached an appendix of resolutions from just lots of communities in Alaska about the harm from closing the fishing season. A consortium of 15 tribes, the Alaska and five village corporations filed an amicus brief supporting our motion. the court's decision, it's terse, but it holds that we made a showing of certain substantial impact from the Bakater order.
0: She gives a brief glimpse on where they will go from here.
2: This decision basically holds that until the Ninth Circuit issues its, you know, fuller decision on appeal after full briefing on the case, that this decision holds, it stays. And so the court held that we showed we were likely to succeed on appeal. We think that after full briefing, the court will hold that we do succeed on appeal, but that is to be decided after full briefing.
0: Coming up next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett, the Juno Police Department came out of Action Line to talk about recruiting officers. The Sika Police Department made an arrest for a man voting under the influence. And the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development is taking public comments for 30 days on a proposal that would limit participation on girls' high school sports teams to, quote, females who were assigned female at birth. Those stories next on News of the North.
3: You're listening to News of the North. Juneau Police Department came onto Action Line to talk about recruiting officers. Lieutenant Craig Campbell says the job is a wonderful avenue to serve your community.
4: We do have quite a few openings here in the police department from our sworn officers to our unsworn, such as dispatchers and community service officers. But for our sworn side, we just did hire two new officers. Uh, One arrived, I think it was yesterday. Another one's coming in July. Uh, They're hoping to go to the academy in July, um, so they'll be off to training soon. But, you know, we need people. So we're just continuing to push out there and try to seek uh, people who we think would be good qualified applicants and really trying to look at within our own community because i think that's where the most value is
3: he says that the juno police department is based in community
4: i always tell people if you've ever thought about law enforcement or just want to give it a try want to be interested in come check us out. I mean, I think people will find that it is a great place to work. It's great working with our community and it gives you a chance to make change and be a part of change and a positive influence to your community members.
3: Campbell explains one way that they are attempting to recruit more officers.
4: Yeah. Recently, JPD uh, hired a recruiting firm called Epic Recruiting to start creating some recruitment videos and really trying to enhance and distribute our brand as a police department and push that out across the country in an advertisement to recruit people. Because, I mean, I know we have a great police department. A lot of people in Juno know that we do, but How many other people outside of Juneau and outside of Alaska know that? So their job is to really show what Juneau and JPD has to offer. I mean, we look outside and we see the mountains and the sun, just a beautiful area. And we want to highlight those things and what JPD offers and the city offers.
3: The Sitka Police Department made an arrest for boating under the influence. On June 8th, the Sitka Police Department received a 911 call from a worker at Sitka Sound Seafoods, stating there was a fishing vessel attempting to tie up to their pilings to offload fish, but the skipper, who appeared to be under the influence, had fallen into the water. The skipper appeared to be hanging onto the side of his vessel, and the vessel was drifting towards AB Harbor. A good Samaritan vessel was able to retrieve 51-year-old Donovan Kentz from the water, but Kent's fishing vessel then drifted into the floats of the A&B harbor. Kintz was arrested and on June 15th was indicted by the Sitka Grand Jury on one felony count of driving under the influence, one felony count of refusal to submit to a chemical test, and one count of violating conditions of release. Kent is currently being held at the Lemon Creek Correctional Facility. The Alaska Department of Education and Early Development is taking public comments for 30 days on a proposal that would limit participation on girls' high school sports teams to, quote, females who were assigned female at birth. If adopted, the effect of the new regulation would be to prohibit transgender girls from participating on girls' sports teams. Transgender boys would be allowed to participate on girls' or boys' teams. Cooperative activities, those that have boys and girls on the same team, Would not be affected. The Alaska School Activities Association would be in charge of drafting rules for enforcement. The Alaska State School Board ordered the opening of the public comment period during a meeting earlier this month. The board is scheduled to meet July 26th and, following the closure of the public comment period, could amend, rescind, or adopt the proposal. Comments can be submitted by email to deed.commissioner at alaska.gov. Never miss a story or a newscast at kinyradio.com.
2: Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.